A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Uh, for those that don't know, I do identify as a faggot. I'm not gay, I am a faggot. <laughs> Welcome back to That's a Gay-Ass Podcast, the podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you're gay? It is me, Eric Williams, and it's a big darn deal in the Eric Williams household. Not only is Bitch Puddin' our guest this week, who you have, yes, seen on Drag Me to Dinner on Hulu, yes, you have seen her win Dragula, but also my episode of Ashley Gavin's pod, we were having gay sex, is up. I just got confirmation for the next gay-ass live shows. It's... It went from zero to sexy real fast. Um, if you haven't listened to my Ashley Gavin interview yet, it's one of the most exciting things I've been a part of. Sorry to say it. She's just such a great podcaster, and the show is so iconic. They have an insanely huge audience, and I'm just happy that I got to be on it, and it went well, and uh, the YouTube comments have been nice. So I'm good, honey. If the YouTubers are happy, I'm happy. I will also say the LA date for the next Gay Ass Live show is September 14th, and we just confirmed another New York date. Oopsies, I'm saying it. It's in the fall. I'll give you more New York information soon, but yeah, we're announcing the lineup for the LA show soon, and those tickets will be on sale before you homo it. I'm going to get into this episode straight away with Bitch Puddin'. I will tell you she does have a hot dad. And I ask too, too many questions about it. If you enjoy That's a Gay-Ass Podcast, leave a five-star review. I have loved them so very much. And listen, I want to get on to Ashley Gavin's level one day. And it's we, we got some growth to do. And I'm not shading us. I'm just saying we can get there. So leave that review. Also join the Patreon if you're looking for the ad-free apps or if you just want to support. Only $5 a month and that will be a huge, huge help and help us grow the gay-ass universe. I love you so much and enjoy this app with bitch fucking pudding. Welcome to That's a Gay-Ass Podcast, Bitch Puddin'. This is a dream in the making, and as a dessert girl myself, I could not be more thrilled. How are you doing, Bitch Puddin'? I'm good. I'm glad you forgot the G. A lot of people do add the G, and it kind of makes me upset. Does that make sense? Like It does, because you have an N apostrophe. Apostrophe, right? It's more slutty. It goes down easier. I mean, listen, do you feel offended if people just call you butch? Or take three. Do you, do you get offended <laughs> if people... Do you feel offended if people just call you bitch? Do you prefer your full government name of bitch put in? 
<laughs> no, I don't mind if it's just bitch. But like, I get. I also don't mind when I get like if people forget where the cue goes because I think it's like kind of camp in <laughs> itself. But like, I do get really irritated when I see the G on there. Oh God! And I was on one show recently, and I was reading off the teleponter, and the G was on there, and I just was like, "Fuck them." Okay, work, work, diva. <laughs> I won your competition, but I see the G on there. Can you get that removed? Of Thanks, lay bitch. <laughs> um, I also have a very important question that I. Sh- I really realizing i should be asking yeah. every queer guest which is bitch do you have any straight people in your life who are allowed to say fag oh what a powerful question you asked. thank ask. you thank yes, you i love that uh for those who don't know i do identify as a faggot i'm not gay i'm a faggot <laughs> um uh, it's why I have a mustache now in drag because I just want you to know off the top of the bat I'm not going for you. I'm a faggot. Like I'm a queer raging homosexual. Full blown Z's fags of Full blown Z, like anime villain, Disney villain. I am a faggot. Um, straight people. Um, God, you know what? I did see. It's problematic in itself, but I did see Azalea Banks at Bushwig. I was booked for Bushwig, and she opened Bushwig, and I was just hoping she would go out in the crowd and just call us all faggots. But and she did didn't. she? Oh, she didn't. She didn't. She didn't. And you know what? She's a polarizing human being. I'm not defending her one way or the other. But I just was in the room and was like, "Is she going to call us all faggots right now?" <laughs> it's. The, I was like, I was waiting. It's the new version. Is she going to jump from there? Is she going to jump from there? I was like. Is she gonna? And that's why I kind of was like, you know what? I was waiting. I was like, is she gonna do it? You well, know, I think that we like... can probably agree that the vast majority of straights cannot. However, there yeah. are the few choice people in our lives. Like, is there a straight celebrity woman? I'll say who can say fag? Yes. Um, is her name Kathy? Kathy Griffin. Yeah, yes. absolutely. She can call me. Kathy a faggot. can call absolutely. me a faggot. Yeah, I have yeah. one straight friend. She knows who she is, and she she and I both know that she can say it. But I don't know if I know many more than. Would you let Drew Drew Barrymore call you a faggot? <laughs> oh, we as long as we could add an S, so she had her Drew Barrymore <laughs> lisp into it. You're such a faggot. I would let her say that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Would you let Would you let uh, Melissa McCarthy call you a faggot? Because she was a divine impersonator, I might let it Only if she was dressed as Ursula. However, the makeup artist that did her mug for the movie... Jail, honey. They should have just hired Layla McQueen. I just was watching it. I was like, they did. They hire Layla McQueen. Ugh, it was just. It was a choice. It was a choice. It was a choice. And I, I have yeah. to say, speaking of choices, I've made some this weekend that I'm curious your take on. Um, what I've mm. described my experience. I've li- only lived in LA for a year and a half. We'll say going on two, and I'm in my yeah. eat gay love experience. I'm experiencing uh-huh. things, and I went to my first pool party this weekend that turned into a. Not a pool party, but um. Oh, mama, you had a good adult proper sleepover <laughs> without the it sleep wasn't a good time. in the daytime. Without the sleep in the daytime. Ooh. Have you been to a uh, a pool party? I have gone been rogue? to a Mario. I have been to yes. Well, actually, funny enough, in my queer awakening, actually, uh, I met this tall tall gentleman at a club in Virginia Beach, mm. and uh, the next day there was this pool party he was inviting me to. Turns out the pool party was down the street from me. And I'll never forget, like, how magical of a view it was of, like, all these, like, it was, like, gay. It was the first time I was in around, like, gay people who were very almost naked. And it just was, like, this beautiful experience. And, like, watching all these people. And then, like, out of nowhere, it was almost like 
a Disney film, like, you know, right when Beauty and the Beast is like, they're getting everything fucking ready. Oh, sure. And like, and it was like, also now we're making gourmet pizzas. And there was like these beautiful, like, like men, like Muslim men, like making pizzas like from scratch. And it just was like, what the fuck? And then there was like an outdoor fire grill. So they were like taking it out and putting the, like, the pizza oven in outside. God, don't you like, love being gay? I, I love being a fat And gay, here's yes. the deal is that I'm not even joking. When I was witnessing what I was witnessing, which was going from like splish splash mama's taking a bath to splish splash mama's mm-hmm. drinking some i love that i love that experience for you. did you have fun i did i was very overwhelmed by what i was seeing and um and but i but also like i i kept being like this is so incredible it's like i feel i, I and i said to a couple of people i feel like i'm watching a movie in real life Meatball and I were at a Mario Diaz party one time, and it was a pool party, and then it got to a certain point where it was sundown, and Meatball's like, if we stay still, stuff might go down. <laughs> and stuff did. And then and she's like, all right, this is getting too weird for me, Diva. I was like, yeah, girl, like, I got awkward, like, five minutes ago, because we were just, like, Diva. we were just, like, two people not involved into this situation. Diva down. And we're like, we gotta go. <laughs> I mean, but that's, and for a moment, I was starting to feel, like, a little bit like that, but then I saw a friend that I made there, who was uh, a lovely Jewish man from New Jersey, so we really got along. He was like, I "Love a Jewish man." Oh, and, th- and as one, yeah. I'm glad you're saying that. But yeah. I, I have to. He was like, "Isn't it? Don't don't you feel bad that straight people can experience this? Like, a, most straight people have never seen this." And I said, "Yeah, like this is very like." I, I felt like I was studying abroad, but um, wingers do exist. They do. There's and like I, naked. There's naked resorts. Like oh yeah, the, they exist. Sixties, sixties and seventies were wild. I think they got buck wild and fucked in a pool. Oh, they have. But I feel like the majority yeah. of the straight people I know, and I knew, oh, and I yeah. do know some that are you know living la vida caca. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but I think the vast majority would see what I would see what I was witnessing at this pool party and be like call the cops <laughs> well did you have a happy ending or ending i did not but i um uh, next time it was my first experience i was yeah. like i was like i also feel really self-conscious about my body in la i was at Ospenhof on saturday night i just was i've like, never been wow it's fun it's a good time i like i used to live honestly one of my first roommates in la was like with the person who kind of like hell founded it well tell the girls tell the girls what the party is so Ospenhof is a wonderful party of tomfoolery and mischief. It's very queer. It's run by all POC. It's very queer, trans-inclusive. But the WeHo gays found it, and that kind of ruins things sometimes. Yeah. Um, so they kind of, like, come now, and it's cute. It's, it was really fun. It was a glitter dome. It's the second time they'd done it. So there was, like, gay wrestling in the middle of the night. And, like, uh, my friend, Laveau Contraire, who did the digital drag show, we finally met in person at this party. She came to bitching the night before, but it was just too crazy a bitching. Mm-hmm. And I met her uh, there, and it was just, like, a magical moment. We got to key. Um, my friend Brigitte Bidet was there. It was a great time. I'm and obsessed. It was, like, gay wrestling, and then there's a back room. Where you can uh, network. <laughs> you can network physically, You can network, exchange headshots and resumes. Well, mm-hmm. an emphasis on the head. Um, mm-hmm. I have to say why I'm such a fan of yours is you're not only, of course, Gorgine, Hilaire, Intel, Talente, <laughs> Kindness, but you also, mm-hmm. I think, add to the idea of queer community and especially about like I know we're like we're like throwing shade at the WeHo gays of like we'll call them like we see them, which is if the purge is happening, I know where I'm going. <laughs> exactly, and I love that's what I love about you so much <laughs> is that you know where you're going, but you also have under your widespread arms a safe home for queens 
queers alike as you yeah. can also go during the purge. And so I want to yeah. thank you for your cervix. <laughs> thank you. I really appreciate that. But yeah, I just like, I know what it's like. I was a military brat. I moved around so much. And like video games is a huge way. I found like a defense mechanism. I'd go home and play Street Fighter and beat up people in a thong and be like, I'm hot. Fuck people at school calling me a faggot, mm. you know, whatever. But like, I don't know. I, I, I hate people making you feel not included it really pisses me off especially in the queer community i'm like dude you're gay but you're just looking at me like i'm a piece of shit at this club like we're both at this club you like britney spears stop being a bitch like you don't know even like both there's no had reason things to be an asshole in and around right. our assholes or our asses yeah it's i like do you even suck dick bro like <laughs> why are you here like you know what i mean like i get it you're on the every alphabet right now hello drug, but like are you having a good time but i do witness recently a reaction to and maybe it's just my personal experience but I think the reaction to feeling like we don't fit in in certain circles and then our re- yes. our, re- our um what's the our like rebellion from that into finding our community and I also will feel self-conscious with a certain type of like you know I don't have abs and I boo 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 and of course I think many years ago I would feel ashamed or insecure but I just know that yeah. that is not possible for me to a have abs and b have the desire to have them and so once i've gotten past that i'm like oh wait a minute i a can feel hot even though i might not look like you know a jacked up whatever but also that is not the like that we are we're told by straight and gay people that like that is the number one top place on the food it's chain all because our it's all because our gay awakening was those coal the going to coals with your mom <laughs> and then walking by the underwear section it was just all those male models and just like half ass is- like i get it i understand it i get it i understand it but like also like you know you don't have to put on a front i hate sometimes when i go to spaces and i oh. feel like everyone's like putting on a front but i'm like mama if britney spears came on right now you'd be <laughs> popping your pussy so i really don't you would understand. pull your hair into yeah. a pony with a furry white wristband a wig would magically manifest yeah. itself and you'd have a sailor moon transformation <laughs> and then you'd be a different person i'm like i don't understand it like well, you're not fooling i'm not proud to admit that i still sometimes find myself being self-conscious of being too faggy it's hard. We've gotten like, you know, so much like bullying over the years. Yeah, That's exactly. That's why like, I really try to like kind of like really be like so. I remember like watching VH1 one time where there was like, I don't know, like I love the 90s part, like that, that whole series. And there was like someone being like, you know, Alan was gay, but Rosie O'Donnell was like superhero gay. Oh. And, like, you know, and I was just like, I was like, oh, you know what? I want to be a super villain gay. I want to be so obnoxious. Yes. That way, like, you know, if someone sees it, they're like, oh, that's a little hard. But, like, it inspires your ass five years later to be that fat. A hundred Like, you know, like, it's the long con for me. Yes. So I'm like, I'll just, like, I'll take it. I don't give a fuck. I'll wear glitter and an eyelash one day and not give a shit. And, by the way, you look know? fucking incredible, if I may say. And I also oh, must then have, this is the perfect opportunity to ask you the famous gay-ass podcast question, which is, bitch motherfucking pudding. pudding whose fault is it that you're gay who do we who wh- sorry let me take it away who let me do it again whose fault is it that you're fag who do we blame fabe um there's a lot of things to blame i'd blame final fantasy 10 2 where you get to change costumes as you know and then realize what drag was mm. if i had to pick the moment that i was like oop there's no going back because i used to pray the straight away i like pray to be straight every night going to sleep like we all had that moment Same. probably in our lives and i was like the moment i was like shit damn fuck 
probably this is not coming back is uh oddly enough ryan reynolds and blade three he's like he's captured and he's like i'm not even into bond it's just because he looked like dirty and like a piece of shit and he was like scruffy i was like oh what's what's happening here mick steamy from gray's anatomy oh my god oh my god uh and then the valentine's day movie i went to go see with my mom and he plays gay in that movie i just was like i was like what You just gave us such a gorgeous tale because I think Ryan Reynolds has done a lot of damage to he does yeah to all of us. But also there, I think if I may expand upon McSteamy, he turned me not only gay, he turned me into a daddy loving gay. Oh, there's something about his face that in like he he has just enough salt and pepper. He has just enough of a square jaw. And by the way, his character I know. Did you watch Euphoria? Yeah, his very his character is very problematic and you that was like a full like it was so oh my god it was a little it close to like, home of the thoughts someone was so smart to cast him in that role knowing that it was a queer awakening for a lot of us well and by the way it's funny you say that because that casting is brilliant i also have had a recent brilliant idea which is that i need to get chris o'donnell who played robin in the gay gay batman and get him and interview him and ask him about how does it feel to have been so many young queers actual awakening and he knew he knew what he was doing oh he knew but the costume designer knew what they were doing bat nipples he slipped the nipples on he gave them a little Uh tweak even though they were already perked up and he said the great work begins but I would say, like, mostly my queer awakening, actually looking back on it, it was locker rooms. Mm. So, like, I would be getting ready to, like, change for I played soccer or whatever. I would be getting ready to, like, you know, get ready for practice or whatever and be changing in the locker room. And I'd always felt really awkward to be naked in front of another guy. Mm. I felt like that, in a way, was improper. But if a woman was naked around me or if, you know, it was, like, a friend, like, being like, oh, I'm going to change my top or whatever. I didn't think that I thought that I was like fine. I think it's because I realized like I realized I was attracted, but I, I felt like that was like something special to see another person naked that you actually cared about. That is so well said. So, like, did you did you yeah. also have more girl uh, girls as your friends growing up? Oh, do you want to talk about moving like several times throughout the school year and then being like, dude, like women are just easier to make friends with and i'd be like you know the new kid moving like i was in eight different uh i was in three different schools eighth grade year i lived in southern virginia then we moved to rhode island and then guam by the way i want to i want to validate your experience that i would say and i will go on record by saying that eighth grade you're you're as a 14 year old is the worst year of your life as a queer as a queer person i think it's the worst worst. year of your life i think the only people that enjoy it are the ones that peak in eighth and ninth grade which is you know i don't wish that on anyone but it does happen but for the queers eighth grade is all i mean i have i would sit in my dad's car crying because he picked me up once and my i have a twin brother we were in the same french class and i was getting thrown people would take straw wrappers ball them up and throw them at my back and i didn't know why they were throwing them at me and listen were they like calling me faggot no but i knew it's because i was not the same right it was so annoying and like yeah and like i would like sit together i'd be a new student and then a girl be like oh my god i like your shirt and then we just be friends and you know if you know i'm like becoming new friends with these girls and like you know 
all these guys would be like, oh my God. Cause they have like feelings they don't express. Right. They'd be like, well, like you're hanging out with Jessica and I, I kind of like her. Oh, you faggot. Yeah. Like, you know, because they got jealous and it was like, and they don't possess the communication skills that you did. And straight people, like straight guys specifically, their friend group is like the three friends they had since first grade and they don't lose them. And there's the joke they're, about they're the same. what they, there's they're like the a same. meme I saw recently about like how straight men become friends with each other, which is like, hey, do you want to drink this beer? Okay. And then you're the best man at their wedding. It's like, it's right. not a lot in between. No, it's not. Like, it's very simple. So if you like ruin that harmony or you come in new and you have like, they already have a built in army, yeah. it's really not a live, laugh, love. Well, and we always find our girlies life. that save our lives. Yeah. And I always take the moment to thank our girlies for being the lifelines. And I want to ask you as a, a an army brat moving around, did it feel like, well, I guess the main question is, were you out during these army years or did you wait until after you were in one place where you can forge or form your identity? It was a Navy brat and oh. I was not out, but there was this one moment. So my dad, like I was like, a, I was like, I don't know, like 15, 16 living on Guam and uh, he would go to PT because he was like a part of the riverine squadron so all these guys who kind of like it wasn't like seals but they would be like you know doing a lot of like physical work and like do you want to come to pt and like pass out water and orange slices and i was like absolutely (laughs) it's a yes for me dad absolutely yes sir absolutely but uh there was this one time it was like a change of command or something and there was like a like i was grabbing a plate of food and it was like away from the party and there's these two sailors who i don't know if they a were like mocking me or if they were actually dl and they caught wind that i was a baby gay but they were making jokes in front of them like about like kind of tongue-in-cheek not something super raunchy to be like inappropriate but like tongue-in-cheek being like oh like last night was so great or something (gasps) like that and it was just like and i just kind of like honestly wish i go back in time and like thank them because it was just like kind of yeah i don't know i it they had to be fam i'm sorry they had to be because it just was like too nice it wasn't like ho ho faggot it was just like you know something like more like tongue-in-cheek and sweet that's giving erotica back on it i was just like oh this is like a new subject of things but like yeah it's just like it's like casual conversation as i was going up to grab my plate it wasn't directed towards me at all it just was like they were like kind of like flirting with each other oh my god it was just like us three in the room it was just like oh it's like oh that's cool and that's why i'm like so happy with like representation now because like the only representation i had on tv and honestly if i had to blame somebody to make me the queer person i am today it's definitely him from the powerpuff girls oh my god i remember watching with my brother and all of a sudden like you know the boot came from the bathtub and he was like yes girls and i was just like oh that's the like Like, walks on high heels satan looking yeah yes and how they proposed him was like he's so diabolical he just goes by one name, him. Like, they just, like, hyped him up. And I was just like, who is this character? It's giving the Madonna like, so of Powerpuff Girls. And it was really cool. I had a full circle moment years later. I was an intern at Cartoon Network. I was part of the team that brought back the new Powerpuff Girls. And they hadn't shown him. They hadn't, like, showed what they were planning to do with the show. And we had, like, a little, like, watch party. And I'm, like, in there with, like, the CEO. And I'm like watching it. I'm like a, just a little intern. And as soon as him gets on the screen, I scream like a queen. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. 
And everyone just stares at me. I'm like, y'all don't understand. That was the first gay person I saw on TV. And it's just so cool that, like, other people will see him again. And that just is really powerful. That is powerful. And I don't think anyone has brought up that total cartoon fag. Yeah, she is a complete fag. (laughs) Is she she a top or bottom? She's a blouse. (laughs) Blouse down boots. Wait, explain to the dolls what blouse is. Uh, blouses is a feminine, lovely, sissy top, and that's totally fine. And she's going to put you in your place, okay? <laughs> also, she uh, she has cages for you when you come over, and she'll let you take it off when you deserve it. <laughs> that She's that girl. She's an icon, she's a legend, and she has been the moment. She just needs her roses. And she holds the key to your cage. By roses, I mean uh, rosebuds. <laughs> oh my god, I... I think that we need a spinoff is what we need. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's and I want it. you I want you to be the real version of you topped <laughs> by the cartoon blouse of Oh him. my god, that'd be so fucking funny if it was a cast of like a rotating casting couch of like people she fucked every week and that would start the episode. That'd be so fucking funny. Wow. Well, I you take it up with the Cartoon Network CEO. From like senators and stuff. So- well, Adult Swim exists. I don't know if they'll be down for that. But um speaking of Adult Swim, if you're at San Diego Comic Con, I will be doing something with Adult Swim there. So I'll see you all. Yes, plug. Here. You yeah. bet her. Um speaking of plug to <laughs> devastating um um transition but i have seen so much of your content including your gorgeous Ooh. family and um do people Aww. ever say anything to you about your father all the time okay i'm just i just i'm trying to um respectfully oh, broach oh, the topic of your oh, you're fine. Dad. i don't i i he got all you know what you know what's a crime you know it's like a fucking crime he is a wilder like he is hairy as shit and he waxes it, <gasps> like his chest and back hair. And I'm so mad. I have the awkwardest nipple chest hair. It's so pathetic and So sad. he was blessed with the chest and the, the body hair, and you were given straws. That's all I got. I'm an otter from the waist down, which is really nice and lovely. But, but from the I waist up? Have a, yeah. Well, if I, if I may um, co- co-miserate with you, my three straight brothers all got like dump truck asses and a full head of hair and i got an ass that needs to be fed to stay perked and a very big need for propecia so i feel you on that but i also am devastated that your dad is waxing he also he used to go to like when i found out he was doing it it was like when towards the end of his like naval career he was just doing it a lot more and uh, he would go to what I found out was, like, in Ghent, which is, like, Norfolk, Virginia. It's, like, the gay neighborhood. And he would go there. And I was like, I know gay men are waxing you. Like, I know, like, it's either women or, but like, I know it's in the gay area. And I know when you walk in, you are probably giving everybody, like, a heart palpitation. Yeah. And, like. Do you think he's waxing work. above butt or is he going whole? Oh, no. He does not do waist down. <laughs> Also, hi, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Dad. Hi, Dad. Um, Well, I want to thank your father for 
uh, representing hot dads. And um, I didn't get any of that likeness. I wish I did. I think you did, though. I think I can absolutely see the result. If I got a buzz cut, I feel like I could give the fantasy. If I cut the hair, I think I could give the fantasy. (laughs) But I like being a sissy faggot, so I like having long hair. Listen, we love the sissy faggots of our... our... Also, I always had to get a buzz cut every fucking weekend until like I got to college and I was like, oh oh no i'm growing my hair out like absolutely and then and then yeah. the 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 chapter turned and now she's got the mane but i she do want to ask um if we are going back into the whose fault is it and to the our, back into our youth you've headlined a party called you've got mail m-a-l-e mm-hmm. that gives like throwback vibes of the now that's what i call music and now that's yeah what, the now albums yeah. um is there a song that takes you back like if you think of the now albums is there any type of either artist or song that is like very emblematic of your coming to terms times <sighs> um i can give you an example of because mine i realized when i thought about this mine is absolutely mandy moore uh doing candy um or a walk to remember soundtrack oh my god classic iconic i actually bought my friend a mandy moore like like book about that era when she first came out as a pop star it was like probably like the Scholastic Book Fair, but I found it like when I was vacationing in Madison, Wisconsin with my grandma. And she like literally, we went to a random antique store and I saw it and I was like, I bought it for my friend Brent Bailey because I was like, this is such like a, a classic thing. Oh my if God. I have a picture, I'll send it to you. Um, but damn, I would say looking back on that. Okay, so like I was never a pop girly. Mm-hmm. My first album I ever bought was Hillbilly Deluxe by Rob Zombie. So I guess like. <laughs> The song Dragulia on it really kind of catered to my... But I found that artist through, like, playing Twisted Metal, like, classic uh, PS1 games. But when the Now CDs came out, I would say Blink, like, Blink-182, because then I found, like, all the small things. I remember, like, their basic video, like, I forget which one it is, that they just, like, run through the street naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's What's My Age Again. I think that's the one it What's is. My age again? age again? What's My, What's age, my age Again? What's My Age Again? Yeah. Um... Yeah, and that all, like, nostalgic thing, like the video games, emo music, pop punk, uh, even the classic hip-hop tracks, like, I think Missy Elliott. Oh, yeah. Um, get Your Freak On. Also, she's from, you know, Southern Virginia, so, like, we have, like, I don't know, I just have a really good relationship with her, and also I feel like she's a queer icon. Yeah, and when I think a lot of this music, like, really points to the freakness of it all. Like, yeah. And that, to me, really translates with your work. And I have to say, too, <laughs> there was something about Blink-182... And I may, if I may bring up the reference of Stacy's mom, all of that energy. Oh, I looked like Stacy's mom the other night, and I'm mad I didn't perform it. I <laughs> think I might do it tonight. I'm doing it tonight, actually. I'm doing it tonight. I think that's what I'm going to do. Okay, good. Um, yeah. Stacy's uh, mom, there was something about, like... So good. I, I And, like, again, forgive me for bringing this up, but there's something about fucking someone's parent that just feels, like, really... So hot. So hot. Like, I'm fucking I get it. You want to fuck my dad. I understand. <laughs> I totally understand. Like, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Is that I how ne- I got this interview? Because he just wanted to fuck my dad. By the I way, do you have his email? Um, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I absolutely... How dare you insinuate that I want to do anything to your bloodline? That is so oh, wow. fucked up. <laughs> but speaking of Stacey's mom, me. I do think fucking a parent... <laughs> I do think there's something about... Yeah. Why I'm still, that's why I still, I mean, the daddy of it all today. Like when I flirt with someone who is sure in their 40s, 50s plus, but then if I actually find that they're an actual parent, I'm like, this is insane. 
It feels illegal, but it's I, not. Have had, like I'm have you had the car seat situation yet? No, but oh, have I you? Have. Oh, I did. I was not expecting it. This guy looked like he was like, I was like on lunch break. This is while I was working for a cartoon. And I was like in a, uh, randomly we met up, parking lot, really quickie, whatever. And he's like, are you tested? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah. And then he turns and looks to the back seat and I didn't notice it till then. He, there was an empty car seat. <laughs> And before he even could process it, he was already down. And I was like, okay, well. <laughs> Jump scare. And I just was like, wow. He was a young dad. Like, the, it was just like. Teen dad? Yeah. <laughs> work. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> I've never had, I've never witnessed the car seat, but I do think the older that I get, the more people around me are having children. And then the more I see parents, I'm like, you're too young to have kids and they're fully 35. I want to be an actual father. Like, I really do want kids really bad. Uh, which is kind of awkward. Like, I do not want to also be a drag queen showing up to the PTA meeting being like, hey. Are you like, kidding? That would be I'm iconic. Like, oh, iconic. Do you, um, are you currently seeing someone? Uh, yeah, I am seeing someone currently. Uh, but, and that's like also a thing though, is like when people are kind of interested in wanting to kind of date that coming up organically, like that you want kids. Like, I remember like when I would, used to say it off the bat like oh yeah i want like oh my god it would be like death sentence i would never hear from the dude again I'm it's like, very i'm not polarizing. trying to have a child like right this second bro but like it's something i would like to have yeah 
I it's I think it's because I'm in the season of life where it just canonically happens, and I do mm-hmm. I I'm realizing as gay people we're living in a generation where there's not it's there's a big divide I think between yeah. people who are like absolutely not I why would I and I I need to live my life now and be the authentic person i am without the pressure time right the stressors of raising another human and then there's the other camp that's like of course i want to be a parent and i know it's gonna be x y and z and it's hard for everyone but like that's such a beautiful thing so also i know that my dad is attractive in to his later years i can't wait to be a hot dad oh my god and there and there we go and that's full circle yeah and that's yeah. and that's on full circle oh i can't wait to be a hot, i've done so much work i don't think people realize how much work drag artists fucking do like we are the court dressers and we usually set up the party set up the environment for everyone to have fun and tomfoolery in and don't usually get like to partake in it and then uh-huh. when we do get to partake in it we always feel like ostracized or not welcome in those environments because mm. we don't look or act a certain way so i'm gonna cash in on my dad years hard and i can't wait to see the money oh yeah p-town's gonna be nice oh my god and that's yeah, yeah the gavel is down <laughs> i'm obsessed with that for you and i can't wait to uh potentially bring my children to your child's birthday party and oh that'd be lit gonna be i mean, can yeah. you imagine gay dads throwing birthday parties mm. oh yeah especially <laughs> when they like do you realize that your dad and my dad did a podcast together and talked about <laughs> your dad's dad and <laughs> your grandpa <laughs> and they talked about grampy they talked about oh my god no no Oh, my what God. is your um? If I may ask, it, do you have any Italiano? Do you have any like? Are, would your grandparent name just be like no Virginia Grand Grandpa, or would you be able to add some flavor? If I was a grandpa or my dad, my when you when you have dad. your kids, are they gonna call? What are they gonna call your grandpa? I have not really thought about that. I think my nephew and niece call him Pop Pop. I think. I, I always called grandma and grandpa, grandma, grandpa, except for my nana. She was nana. Um, but that was it. I don't know. Like, I've not thought about it. I have thought about what like, my spouse and I, or like my husband and I would go by. I think it would be like dad and daddy. Mm. So that way, like, you could know which one's which, I guess, instead of saying dad and just being like, who? Well, like, that also I mean? speaks to how there's right. we are still in that generation of like there's not a standard a for yeah. yeah that's how i feel like a smart way to do it is dad and daddy like, oh yeah I've seen, that's great know, like, yeah. i love that there's i've heard yeah like dad and papa there's i i I, yeah. I i if you can't tell i've been having a bit of an existential crisis about kids because the more i do my eat gay love semester abroad in this chapter yeah. of my life the more i'm like <laughs> questioning just questioning everything which i think is what right. you do, just what you do <laughs> the older you get it's also hard because like we didn't really have our teens yeah so like our 20s are our teens and then like when we're 30 we're now like probably entering our what everyone else is in their 20s so like it's just yeah. kind of hard so i know like my timeline is just like down the road but it's something i definitely want to do down the road absolutely and i do want to get us into the next famous podcast question which is dealing with our beloved character actresses bitch put in if the world was ending you could only save one character actress who would you save 
Oh, it's a cross between two. Please pitch. Let's pitch and we'll make the zombie version of the two of them. Deborah Wilson or Caitlin Riley. I know they're two completely different, but like, fuck, I know they'd entertain the shit out of me if it was. A oh, I look. <laughs> like, okay, wait. Are you talking? Is Caitlin Riley? Are you referring the to TikToker. the TikToker? Like, yeah, that bitch needs all the acting gigs. I do not understand whoever her agent is needs to work overtime. That woman is so fucking funny. What do we she's think is get- going on behind the scenes? I don't know. She's getting stuff. She was on Hacks. Like, she's getting stuff. I just, I'm like, and now with the, I'm sure she's gotten stuff and like, of course, SAG is happening right now. But that woman is really fucking talented and um, to the point I just bleeped myself out because she's just that fierce. Yeah, well, uh, and then Deborah Wilson, bleep. obviously, like, you know, Mad TV, did not get enough credit, does not get enough roses. She also is doing, she's doing a lot of good video, like, voice acting work. Um, I've seen her a lot pop up. She's in the new Star Wars uh, video game that just came out. She, her character's back. It's, she's great. I love so I um will obviously be fully transparent with you and tell you yeah. that when you said deborah wilson i was think i was thinking of a completely different person and once i've googled her yeah. she she really was a canonic mad tv turning people oh. gay because she i what is a sketch that she's really famous for on mad tv i'm sure i can find it she has a lot. Which one? Oh, Whitney. She played to? Whitney Houston brilliantly Houston, with yeah. like the crazy sweat going down her face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She, no, th- that's a great answer. And again, I think She's what great. I like about your answers too is that you're, you're choosing two people who deserve the world. And yeah. it kind of, I mean, speaking of the strike of it all, it, it, it speaks to how the vast majority of working actors people so bloody talented so talented and a lot of unsung people who are probably working in like the middle class if you will of the business and the world because we are not often you know paid as much as people think especially no i mean mean, you have worked in so many amazing big places and i throw a monthly party called bitchin at precinct utla we just celebrated two years it combines like emo music uh hip-hop like it's like a nostalgia blend i was trying to touch on that earlier when talking about like all those things about yeah yeah yeah. that's what i bring to this party because i want to cultivate environments that make you feel welcome and amazing I pride myself on paying really well. Mm. I probably don't walk away that party making as much as other promoters do. But I really try to pay artists like what I feel like you're deserving of. And I also only make the entertainer do one number. Because a lot of time, like you have to do like change and you have to focus, but like that way you can like do a makeup focus someone here. I like just giving you one number to focus on what the fuck you want. And the crowd just loves drag. And it's just, it's, it's like a thing. So like, yeah. I don't know, like during digital drag, when we like helped everyone out during the pandemic, I just wanted to help people. And yeah, we do not get paid enough. I wish drag was unionized. I don't know if that would help things, but I'm not sure. I am curious. Yeah. If it would, because do you know, what is your relationship to drag race and, and especially specifically the like, economic financial elements of it like do well, you think my one of my drag moms is the current reigning winner of drag race sasha colby uh, oh my god <laughs> so i i'm really happy for her right now currently um based on the rumors i'm kind of disappointed that uh they haven't decided to step out of the realm of just expanding drag race further i yeah. think that we could have more women going on drag race i think we could have more uh i want drag kings 
to finally be on that platform. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. I would love to hear, you know, we kind of saw it in this past episode where it featured, you know, the lesbians being turned into drag, which was really cool. Uh, but I would love, to, I'm so sorry, tired of hearing another cis white gay bitch about their upbringing and that whole narrative. Mm-hmm. We've seen that narrative play out the past, what, 15 seasons of Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Let's hear a drag king from like the random town of Pennsylvania and hear that story. That representation is so powerful. And you want to talk about why, like, you know, there are queer women's spaces. I mean, Honey's just opened up in LA and it's a great queer space. If you guys are looking for, if you women or people are looking for a more queer women's space, mm-hmm. Honey's is a great space. Bitchin', I really try to, pro- I like my co-producer is a woman. Like I really try to provide space for that. But for me, it's just like, I really want to have those stories told because that representation matters. Seeing him on the TV was the only representation I had. Yeah. We've had 15 seasons of all, pretty much all male of course, like, now we have trans representation as well. Like, there's a whole, you know, non-binary. I'm just saying, like, cis, cis, like, we've had that representation. We've had those storylines told. So let's expand that. I don't understand why we haven't or why they, like, I would want to see Tenderoni on Drag Race. Yeah. Well, I think it you also, I mean? it, it points to... Now, they let drag kings on Dragula. And I'm excited about season five, but you know what I mean, like <laughs> sure. And which, and I, when I think that's what what's great about the world that you are in is that there, it feels like there's more of a willingness to stretch the limits of like what has been put on drag or put right. on different queer cultural elements. Because I think remember with Drag Race, how there was a lot of anti-trans stuff too anti-trans like, yeah. from but coming from, i think coming from just like a lot of surprising angles and i think like yeah. even rupaul was uh not on board for a, a length of time that made me frankly hey, like shocked. as long as they get there yes. i'm fine like you know like you can't i feel like so many times like you don't give people you know it's about damn time yes first and foremost but i'm glad we finally are there Sasha's and Sasha Colby is oh my amazing, god, perfect, perfect human being, an angel, a G O D D S S, if you will, G O D D E S S. That bitch is a goddess. Mm. Uh, but she is great. But like, I just, I hope we get there. I hope I see a season where I see drag king representation on Drag Race. Well, and I have to on say the that main season with drag queen yeah. representation you did a little famous reality television projet that featured <laughs> uh murray hill yes who i think is a drag comedian i think recently maybe came out as a drag king but i don't think he really because i was talking to landon about that and landon was like i'm not sure like what he really goes after but like yes murray hill fierce ass host was amazing um i hope they do a season soon like bring like tenderoni or even like uh there's a lot of other kings that would be really great. Um, Throb Zombie would be a cool on there. I think like, there's like a lot of entertainers I think would be really dope. But I really loved being on Drag Me to Dinner because I felt like it was a good, outside the king, obviously, but there's a great representation of drag across the board. Absolutely. I mean, if you look at my episode, it's like Hecklina and Peaches and me and Meatball. Like, that's oh, such I, a wide cast of, like, talent right there. And I rewatched that episode of Prep for yeah. This, and I just, <laughs> you know, Meatball's done this podcast, and I've been on Sloppy Seconds, and, and I just, I mean, I think Meatball is similar to what we were saying about Caitlin Riley, like, deserves yeah. the fucking world. 
I completely agree. I got to introduce her when she performed in Atlanta for the first time. I was like, the uh, reincarnation of divine. And after uh, she was like, that was really nice. <laughs> she doesn't usually give me compliments, but she was like, that was nice. Well, she had to for that. Yeah, do you course, um yeah. do you feel like if you had a dinner party off cam with Neil Patrick Harris and David Burtka, would you be chatting to both of them equally or one more than the other? I think equally. I hate leaving someone out of a conversation. Oh, of even if someone's like socially struggling, or be like, I'm like, hey, so like, how was your Tuesday? Like, I'll bring it up. I'll just try to get them in there because I just don't like making. I don't know. I've got to do even more. Of course, Starship Troopers holds a holds a place in my heart, so I'll bring that up. But like, you know, uh, I did get to thank him for that, which is cool. I that is like, so thank you for Starship Troopers. So then, what if we can manifest future? projects stardom and beyond what do you would you like to have like if bitchin had its own show what would the show look like oh dream show of mine it's yeah. like no holds bar definitely a late night talk show on adult swim featuring like animation and muppets and making it completely faggotry and you getting fucked by powerpuff girls oh him mama absolutely that's like like you don't maybe we'd not show that specifically but it's like you know it's happening and then like i'm like what's going on like the door opens and you see us both like maybe it's that like we can like make it more tongue-in-cheek but yeah yeah, definitely getting raw dog by him you're like i'm so sorry i'm ready to host you know like that for sure a thousand percent well i Uh, but i also have a show right now that i really am happy with uh it's called fight me bitch oh my god yes right now or i did the whole three four episodes right now uh the it's like kind of like a pilot season so if you guys haven't checked it out i really would love for you to it's with FlyQuest. if you don't know who they are they like are a managed pro team so like league of legends super smash brothers long story short the show's premise is me fighting people uh because we have beef so me and meatball had beef from dragging me to dinner and we played overcooked i had my friend deer on there and two of FlyQuest's uh smash players on there we play smash brothers my friend alex myers from street fighter i'm a huge street fighter nerd so working with alex myers and just being like welcomed in that space is really fucking cool mm. um and now uh, the season finale also features meatball where we have to dispose bombs and it's really loud and we will make your ears bleed in the most beautiful way and that is a threat and a promise. And a promise. I think Fight Me Bitch is... And, and also, I, I the idea of <laughs> putting the word bitch into as many titles and premises and ideas as possible is necessary. And yeah. it is... I mean, obviously, this gay-ass podcast, I've done a gay-ass live show. I mean, I mm-hmm. want to do a gay-ass book. So the bitch branding with the Q is just inspired nice. people always ask me why the q and i'm like if you type in b-i-q-t i'll pop up if you type in bitch you'll get a picture of a dog you say or I, i'll give you three letters s-e-o yeah <laughs> <laughs> it is exactly. fully inspired um yeah. the way that i need to end this episode as devastated as i am is to ask you the final mm-hmm. question i did not prep you on which is what is the best whoopi goldberg film Oh shit! She's maybe shit. out of your Whoopi Goldberg films might be out of your wheelhouse, which is no, awful. it's good. No, no, oh my god, what's the Christmas one that she's in? That's a bad one though. Shit! Oh my god, what's Tate, the any Whoopi answer? Goldberg? She's thinking, she's queen, so any answer is good. No, I need I need to call and give me a pause. Call me Claus is the the Christmas movie she did that no one has brought up. 
I don't know why that comes. I think it's because I watched it late at night once, and that's like. Let honestly, me just while you're while you're looking, I usually cut this part of the conversation out where we're like trying to find. But Call Me Claus is a 2001 <laughs> movie where Santa Claus needs a replacement Santa after serving his 200 year reign, and he decides on Whoopi Goldberg, an eccentric, grouchy shopping network executive who hires him to promote Christmas decorations and presents on the network. What I just said makes no sense. Um, Oh, it, you know what? I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna sign on that. That's that's my favorite movie. Goldberg. Call me Claus, the 2001 Christmas movie starring Nigel Hawthorne. And uh, here's another a great Easter egg for our listeners. Um, it also stars Victor Garber, gay, and it stars Brian Stokes Mitchell of Broadway fame. So, I think I know what I'm going like, to be watching. Came, came to my head, of course. Like, of course, like why not? But like, also Cinderella. You know, like I think of all these things. You have but, done like, something very important for this podcast, which is to give me uh, a research. Uh, deep dive into a Whoopi Goldberg film I've never even knew existed. So thank you, bitch, for that. Of course. Anytime. Wow. Those deep cuts. Unbelievable answers. Unbelievable guest. Uh, bitch, put in, where can people follow you? You can unbelievably follow me at B-I-Q-T-C-H-P-U-D-D-I-N across all social media platforms. If you want to check out my new show, Fight Me Bitch, please check it out on FlyQuest's YouTube channel. The link is in my Instagram bio, and I've posted it everywhere, and I promise it's really fun and a really good joy. Yes, ride through uh, video games, bliss, and tomfoolery. Also, I host Bitchin', which is the second Friday of every month at precinct dtla um i feature a lot of drag artists but we have video games on the patio and you can network in the bathroom hell yeah a very gorgeous pitch and a very gorgeous catch bitch pudding i will see you out there bitching in the world and thank yeah. you for being such a star thank you for having me and thank you for being a gay ass podcast Bloop. Thanks for listening to That's a Gay Ass Podcast. If you enjoyed this, leave a five-star review. Click the five stars. Click subscribe. I love having you here. And there's more gorginery coming in the future Speaking of the future, there is a stunning episode of We're Having Gay Sex that you need to listen to if you haven't yet. I talk about my gay renaissance, which is the title of the episode, because of the stuff going on with Matt and the future of my gay life also the next gay ass live shows are coming up so stay tuned for the ticket links for new york and la with la coming up first on september 14th i'll see you next week bye up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.